Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Hi, today I want to talk to you about how you can't save everyone. I'm seeing this across success groups and across extreme growth masterminds. It's a real challenge for you guys, I know it, as a service-based business, as businesses who are trying to help, trying to serve, trying to save uh, other businesses, other people. I get it, you're doubling down, we are, you're pushing harder than you've ever pushed before to deliver great service because it's never been more important to help to serve your clients, your prospects like you are right now. I get it. However, I'm starting to see this across the whole of the group, which is people are starting to tire, they're starting to burn out, they're starting to get weary. We are, what, five, six weeks into this thing now. And uh, for many of you, you know, you've had to really dig in. You're dealing with your own stresses, your own worries, your own fears, your own anxieties. You're having to work harder on your business than maybe you've ever had to work before. On top of that, you might have, you know, your partners, your spouses in the house with you. And that can be challenging you. Hey, if you've got kids, you've got your kids now hanging around, maybe trying to homeschool as well. So you've got all these pressures on you that weren't there before. You're working harder than you've had to in your own business because it's really tough times out there for most of us, certainly for many of us. And on top of that, you are trying to serve your clients and you're doubling down on that as well. Whether that's producing content to put on social media, whether it's one-to-one phone calls, Skypes, uh, Zoom calls, whatever it might be. So here's the thing, right? You have to take care of yourself. It was needed. I get it, right? You know, your clients needed you. Everyone went into a bit of a tailspin. It probably felt good to be needed for a while as well. And I get that. It was good for you. It was a distraction for you, maybe, from your own worries and anxieties as well. However, as we start to really settle down into this thing, and obviously we're waiting to hear what the next phase is going to look like, it is really important that you understand this thing. And that is you cannot save everybody. You can only save the people that you're able to save. And the analogy I used just recently with one of my members was how Imagine you're in a life raft, right? And and in that life raft, you've got 50 seats. There are literally thousands, if not millions of people that would want that seat, could use that seat, right? But fundamentally, you only have 50 seats, right? And therefore, you need to save the ones that you can save. Let's say, for example, you're an accountant out there right now. You might have four, five, six hundred clients on your books, okay? There's going to be some of those businesses out there that you just can't save. Just makes sense. Maybe they're not willing to fight for it themselves. Um, maybe, you know, I'm trying to think of a better phrase than a lost cause. But you understand what I'm saying, right? There's some businesses out there, some clients out there that potentially will drain you and absorb all of your resources and your time and fundamentally, they're not savable. Equally, of course, we're looking at out external prospects. You know, there might be a, a thousand other clients out there right now who could use your services that you could save. But again, you know, you can't save everybody. You can't go on this mental mission that says, right, I've got to save everybody. I've got to help everybody. Because if you do that, one thing's for sure, you're 
little life raft will capsize. It will sink under the weight of the burden of trying to save the world. This is a really hard lesson to have to take on as a business owner, especially when so many of us started our businesses to serve, to help, okay? And right now we feel like we have to serve more and we have to try and save more. And I get that and it's it's to be commended, it's honorable. And also I would say definitely do it to the best of your ability, but you must not sink your own life raft. You must keep your business afloat. You must keep you afloat. You've got to keep your energies intact. You've got to keep your own emotional stability intact. You've got your own family that you've got to keep intact. So I get it. There's a lot of guilt out there because business owners are really trying to help other business owners, especially those ones in the service-based industries. I totally get it. You're in the same game as me. The the weight of responsibility that sits on our shoulders, if you're in that sort of capacity, is, is, is heavy, right? You know, the number of people that are looking to you, looking up to you, looking for advice, looking for help, looking for some sort of reassurance that they're not getting from somewhere else, whether that's the government or their own family or loved ones or their own clients, they're looking to you for help and you can help and therefore you feel that responsibility to help them. And that's a good thing. It's probably why you set up your business. It's probably why you're as successful as you are in business right now. It's probably why you're going to continue to go on to become even more successful. However, this is a message that would be applicable external to what we're going through right now, but I think it's doubly applicable right now as we feel those burdens to save everyone, to help everybody. The truth of the matter is this, I'm going to be really blunt and really brutal here. Me too. I want to save everyone, right? But I can't. And the quicker you realize you can't, the quicker you can let go of the guilt and the quicker you can start coming up with a strategy to really help those people that you can help, okay? So I want you to imagine there's a thousand people you can help. Your life raft takes 50 people. How do you choose who gets on that life raft? I know it's hard. I know it's tough, right? How do you choose who gets on that life raft? Well, I would say it's the same rules that apply in what the, the economy we had just, what, two months ago. And it'll be the same rules that apply, you know, in two months from now with whatever economy we've got there. And it's the same rules that apply right now going through what we're going through right now. And that is, you want to pick the people that you know that you can help, that you know will take your help on and do something with it, that you want to help people that really want to help themselves, that are willing to fight to help themselves, and you want to help those people who come under the category of your perfect client, okay? The people that you work well with, the people that work well with you, the people that implement and do what you ask them to do. If you do stuff for them, they're the people that actually use it the way it was intended to be used. So I know it sounds brutal, I know it sounds cold, and you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I want to save the world, I want to save everybody. That's why I set up this business, that's why I've done what I've done, not just at Bigger, Brighter, Bolder, not just at Success Groups or Extreme Growth Masterminds, but if you go back over the last 20 or so years of my career, it's been continually supporting, helping, empowering people in various guises, whether it's from university lecturing to, you know, uh, rejuvenations of inner city uh, areas in London, for example, uh, conflict resolution, conflict management in inner city places, um, you know, self-defense, all the stuff I've been doing for, oh God, as long as I can remember, since I was like 18 years old, has been to serve, to give, to support, to help, to save. But I also have to understand that I have a life raft, it has a capacity, and I can only help so many people, and therefore you have to really say, right, who gets in this life raft, okay? And that life raft, okay, is not one that bulges at the seams and you've got people hanging off the sides because it will sink everybody. 
You have to be really meticulous, okay? This isn't about like being the Titanic if the film's anything to go by, where you have a life raft that can take 100 and you put 20 in there. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying you take the capacity that you can take, but understand that that's the capacity. You can't sink your life raft. You can't sink yourself. You can't allow yourself to burn out because then you can't save anybody and you certainly can't save yourself. And the message in this is really simple. You cannot save everybody, but you can save yourself. And the way you save yourself is by taking care of yourself, nurturing yourself, nurturing those things that are important to you. Some of this is reflected in Monday's episode that I put out there, 133, because I was talking there about, you know, fighting and fighting for yourself and fighting for your family and everything else. And what I'm really talking about here is the same thing, which is, you know, fighting to be the parent you need to be, the husband, the wife you need to be, the partner you need to be, the business owner you need to be, to be the boss you need to be if you've got staff, but also to be you know, the supply you need to be, to be the business provider that you are to other people. And you cannot do those things if you are sinking yourself. So I've seen this across the group from smaller businesses all the way up into our multiple six-figure businesses and beyond. I've seen this reflected in so many of you, which is that you're trying to save everybody. I get it. Everybody needed you. I get it. But now is the time, if you haven't taken it already, to start saving yourself, to start putting the energy into your business, into your business plans, into your future. As we start to hear more and more of what we can expect as we go into the later phases of the current situation that we find ourselves in, this unlocking that may be drawn out and protracted, and we don't really know what it looks like. We have some ideas, some indications. We can look to Europe. None of us really know 100% what it's going to look like. And even if we knew what it looked like, we might not know exactly how it's going to play out. We need to make sure that we put that time into our own businesses, into our own uh, life raft to ourselves, but also, of course, our families. And I mentioned this again in Monday's episode. I'm having a bit of a golden era right now with my children. They're 18 years old. They're off from college. I see them on alternate weeks, okay? So they're splitting the time at the moment between their mum and me during this, uh, this current situation. Uh, right now, they would have been on work experience. And before that, they would have been at college. And, you know, they're going to university in September, and I'm having this real golden era at the moment where I'm just seeing so much of them. I'm having so much contact with them. And it would be crazy for me to not enjoy that to the maximum. And it's the same thing with your own kids. I get it. I know. I hear so many business owners. You love your children. I get that. But there's that little part of you where they are an inconvenience. They are maybe getting in the way. The homeschooling is getting in the way. Here's the thing. I say this almost every Christmas. Don't wait until you get to the other side to appreciate what you had. So in other words, I say this all the time, you know, we go through Christmas, we get really stressed out over Christmas, everyone's coming, maybe we fall out a little bit with some people over Christmas because all the tensions are really high and we don't really enjoy Christmas, okay, especially if you're the one laying Christmas on for everybody and it's only like two, three, four days later, a week later and the kids go back to school and you go back to normal and you look back and go, wow, you know. I really enjoyed that Christmas, you know, retrospectively. It's the same with this current situation. I get it, it's heightened situation, fears, anxieties, angers maybe, all kinds of things kicking off right now. However, there are some really good things right now. If you look for them, there always are, even in the worst times. There's some really good things going on right now in your life. And you want to make sure that you take the time out to nurture those things and to enjoy them now 
rather than waiting until a month's time, two months time, we come out of lockdown, maybe go back to some degree of normality and then we miss it. You know, we miss the the walks in nature or we miss the space, the time, the getting up late, the not getting fully dressed in the morning. I don't know, you know, not brushing your teeth some mornings, whatever it might be. And, you know, you'll look back at this time and you'll be like, you know what, I quite miss that. I quite miss that aspect of that. I don't miss all the shit, but I do miss those aspects. So when I say you know, take care of yourself, take care of your own life raft. It's taking the time out to enjoy now for what is available to you right now. And I know as business owners, we enjoy serving, we enjoy leading, we enjoy being that person. We feel compelled to be that person. It rewards us. And also it's a responsibility that we take on when we set up our businesses. Again, especially if we're in the service-based arena, I get all of those things. But I'm telling you now, I want you to fight harder. I want you to work harder. And my messaging is going to keep coming back to that message. You're going to have to make certain sacrifices to be successful. I've said that over and over again. But equally, take care of yourself. Save yourself. Save your business. Save your marriage. Save your relationship with kids. Take the time out to save your life raft, okay? And the way you do that is by acknowledging and understanding that the life raft that you have only has a certain capacity right now. And if you've been one of those businesses that have absolutely delivered and over-delivered and doubled down on that over-delivery over the past four, five, six weeks, then I absolutely commend you for that. I think it's what was asked of us, what was called upon on us. We've done it, and I'm trusting that most of you have done that as well. It's important, though, to make sure that now you start to realize that you can't save every other business owner. You have to look at your clients. You have to look at your your clients that are closest to you, the people who are closest to you. If you're going out there and prospecting and selling and marketing, which I believe you should be right now, then again, it's saying, right, I can't help all of you. So you have to be really clear on your client avatar, be really clear on who you want to work with, be really clear on those people who you serve best and who work with you best. I always say this, you know, choose the clients that make you look good. When you're looking at your client avatar, yes, they have to have the means to pay and they have to have the right problem, but also choose the ones that are going to make you look good. The example I often use is personal trainers. You know, if you're a personal trainer, you know, you want to help everybody and you understand, especially if you've gone through your own struggles with weight or self-esteem or confidence. And I know, I get it, you want to help everybody that steps forward and asks for help. But there's a whole bunch of those clients that are going to make you look bad. They're going to make it look like what you do doesn't work. And there's a whole bunch of clients that are going to make you look good. And it's going to make you look like what you do does work. And your job is to get super clear who is it you best serve, but who is it that does the best with what you're offering them? And that's the symbiotic relationship that creates this, this, this amazing reputation, but also it's, it's, it has incredible credibility to it because you're only working with those people who you know you can sincerely help. Does this make sense? Rather than trying to save absolutely anybody. So, you know, again, you know, using the Titanic as an analogy, if someone isn't willing to fight for themselves and they're leaning on you to fight for them, it's going to drain the life out of you. They will literally take up, you know, 10 clients worth of time and ultimately you will not be able to save them because they're not able to be saved. Does this make sense? Equally, there'll be other clients that are there that you just have to offer the slightest hand to and they will literally bite your arm off 
for anything you can offer to help them, anything you can give them to support them. And they'll run with that and they'll implement it, they'll apply it, they'll go out and they'll fight for themselves. For me, it's not for my for me to tell you which clients to double down and serve and which clients to not serve. It's not for me to say which prospects to serve and which prospects not to serve. It's really talking to that person that is having that sense that they have to serve everybody, that they have to try and save every single person. There's that whole analogy which is used, that story where there's a little girl walking on the beach and all the starfish have been washed ashore, you know, and she's walking down the beach and there's there's millions of these starfish, right, all, all dying, suffocating on the shoreline. And she picks this one starfish up and she throws it in. And she gets this other starfish and she throws it in. And someone comes up to her and says, you know, you're not making a difference here. Look, there's millions of starfish here. You're not making a difference. And she holds the one she's got in her hand and she says, I'm making a difference to this one. And that's kind of how we have to be, right? We are here to help to serve. We are here potentially right now in the current climate to save our fellow business owners, our fellow man. But understand that there are millions and millions of people out there that are struggling right now. You can only help the ones that you can help. And I'm doubling down on that message and saying only help the ones that are willing and able to be helped as well. This is not about being brutal, ruthless. This is not about, you know, not being caring or nurturing. I I care deeply about the suffering that's going on out there in the business community. I care deeply about people's livelihoods. Uh, being washed away. I care deeply about businesses that people have put 10, 15, 20 years into have suddenly, you know, lost 80, 90, maybe 100% of their business in the past two months. I care deeply about that, but I can't save you all. I can't save them all, okay? And not all of you are the right people for me to save. My life raft is not the right life raft for everybody. So my message today is this, right? If you are burning out, knackered, exhausted, if you are drained, okay, and you're there still with this guilt that you have to do more, you have to do more, Understand this, you've probably done enough already. And because of your nature, you will continue to do enough, all right? But you need to know when enough is enough. And you need to make sure that you get the right people in your life raft, that you take care of them the way that you need to take care of them, that you can help them. And then you need to understand that you also need to make sure that there's space in that life raft for you, for your business, for your family, for your loved ones, and your future as well. I'm going to end this message with what I said the other day when someone raised this, and it was about Schindler's List. If you've seen the film in Schindler's List, um, you'll know this scene very, very well. If you haven't, spoiler alert, at the end of the film, and he's done above and beyond this guy, right? He's saved hundreds of people um, in the Holocaust. He's also, uh, he deliberately sabotaged his own products. He was making uh, weapons um, he was, it was a manufacturing plant that they converted into making weapons. He was sabotaging, he was risking his own life, he was risking the lives of everyone close to him, and he did it, right? And right at the end, when the war's over, he's there, and he starts to cry, and it's like, you know, what are you crying about? And he says, I could have done more. I could have done more. I could have saved one more. And he's right, right? He, he could have saved one more. And he looks at, I think it's his watch or his ring, and then he looks at his car, and he didn't sell his car, and he still has this watch or this ring. And he's thinking, I could have got rid of these things, and I could have saved one more, I could have saved one more. And the message is really clear, which is, look, look, you, you did enough. You did more than anybody else. You did enough. You did everything that was asked upon you, everything that was called upon you, and you did more. You've done enough. 
And here's the thing. Yes, you could always do more. There's always one more person you could help, one more video you could put out to support people. There's always one more. There's always one more, right? And the thing you have to understand is at what point do you draw that line? And for me, it's not about being selfish. It's not about being self-serving. It's about being self-saving, right? Push yourself as hard as you can push yourself, but don't push yourself beyond that. If you push yourself beyond that, you'll do some damage. If you keep pushing, you'll do irreparable damage, and then you can't save anyone at all. The chances are, if you listen to this message, if you resonate with this message, then just like at the end of that film, the chances are you've done enough, right? You've done enough. You'll continue to do great things. Make sure that you also take the time out to save yourself. Okay, so thanks again, as always, for listening. If you like this episode and you haven't yet subscribed, please do go and subscribe. You'll find it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. I'm sure it's been mirrored onto many other platforms as well. It's been great having you on this journey. It's been great being on your journey. Let's continue this roller coaster together of entrepreneurism. If you are a five-figure business owner and you haven't yet hit 100K or more in turnover, then get yourself on the six-figure fast track. It's a webinar masterclass designed specifically with you, the five-figure service-based business in mind. There's so much information and content out there, whether it's in the books you read, in the seminars you go to, the gurus you listen to. However, much of it, whilst it's well-meaning and some of it may well be awesome content, the truth of the matter is very little of it is designed specifically with you, the small service-based business owner in mind. The six-figure fast track is condensed content. It looks at your mind. Mindset, it looks at your business model and it looks at your business methodology, your day to day tactics and strategies for getting extreme business growth. We take away all the stuff that's not relevant to you. If you're running a 50k business, there is absolutely no point looking, reading, understanding, or learning about million pound strategies. Equally, if you're 150 grand business, there is little point in listening to 50k strategies. The six figure fast track is designed specifically with you, the five figure business in mind, whether it's 20, 30, 40, 50k in turnover that wants to hit 100k or more in the next 12 months or less. Everything in there is proven, tried and tested content. It's been applied over the past, what, eight years where I've personally mentored well over 400 small business owners just like yourself to achieve incredible results. I've seen businesses go from 50K to over 100K in a year, and then from that to 180 in the next year, from 180 to 360 the year after that, and continue to grow. I've had one of my business owners go from 150 grand to 350 grand to 750 grand to 1.5 million and to 2.2 million, and then onwards, all on consecutive years. Extreme business growth is out there for you. You need to make sure that you're listening to the content, you're listening to the strategies and the tactics that have been specifically designed with you in mind. So if you are a service-based business currently doing five figures, that's 20, 30, 40, or 50, 60K, and you want to hit 100 grand in the next 12 months or less, get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You'll find that at bigger, brighter, bolder, .co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll also see the link in the descriptions below. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 